0: Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Medium Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, loss, life, and the afterlife. And today is Sunday Soul Sessions. So today I want to discuss something a little bit different, and it's to do with your soul, to be honest with you, because as I've said many times, we are a human, a spirit or a soul having a human experience, okay? But we are not so kind to our souls, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, if you were to pick your greatest critic, it would most likely be you. Because we, I believe that as human beings, we are very, very, very hard on ourselves. And we constantly berate ourselves about certain little things. Not all of us, as I was to find out. I basically thought that everybody um, got mad at themselves all the time. I came from a family of what I would like to say is pessimists. Uh, I was the most optimistic person in our family. And I always saw that there was, I always wanted to see the bright side. But my stepfather was really a bad pessimist. And he basically dragged my mum down a little bit with him. And so they actually used to call me a little bit, bit, little Miss Optimist, but still. I always had this feeling inside that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't deserve good things. And I had many reasons for thinking I didn't deserve good things. One of the reasons was because I had lost my daughter. Another reason um, more recently was because I lost my kids to the family law card, so that I had been an, a, an addict. Um, all of these things, were, this is all before 2008 because that's when my life changed. But I want to tell you how it changed, but up until then, I really felt that I didn't deserve anything good. I really felt like that um, even being a medium I felt was something that I needed to do to um, make up for my previous mistakes in life because, you know, being a kid I made mistakes. We all do. Losing my daughter I thought was some form of punishment back, back, you know, um, for for other things that I had done. I know that sounds very weird Um, and it wasn't until I had my past life regression ...that I understood that losing my daughter was never up to me. It was always up to my daughter's soul when she went home. And I will stand by that until the day I take my last breath. But, you know, I always thought that it was... ...until I had my past life regression... ...I felt that it was my fault and something I'd done in a past life... ...that had made this life so incredibly shitty. But no, it wasn't. It It wasn't anything I had done in a past life... Yeah, I'd been a bit of a miserable person in my past life, but it wasn't anything, it was no reflection on this life. In this life, my whole, um, my whole gain in this life was to understand grief and to move through grief a little bit better than I did my last life, okay? <clears throat> so I was thinking these things all these years. The first time somebody confronted me <clears throat> with, um, why did you pick this life, was my Reiki master actually, and she said to me, what a fascinating and hard life you've had, but why why would you have chosen to make it so hard for yourself? And I thought, what? I didn't choose any of this crap. That's what I was thinking. And it was really weird that day because I didn't even think I deserved to be sitting in her house. Let me tell you about the stupid little things that go on were going on in my head back then. I didn't think I deserved to sit in her house because I had been an addict. And I felt like somehow I was faking this mediumship thing, which I wasn't, I just felt like I didn't know why I deserved to have such a beautiful gift. I did not know why I deserved it. I just felt it had been bestowed upon me, and now I had to do the work. These were the days when it was really, really hard, and it was and it was just trying to find my 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 dictionary, trying to understand the language more. So this is really way back in the early 2000s. I was going through all of these misgiving thoughts well before I had my um, past life regression and understood so much more and I will say again and again that past life regression they really really does make everything click 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 over I've got to tell you that anyway so so there I was sitting in my Reiki master's house she was dressed all in white and I was dressed in black and that even made me feel bad I felt like I didn't deserve to be there a lot of times I felt like I didn't deserve things. I, you know, I felt like that my daughter had died because maybe I didn't deserve her and that my kids were taken because I didn't deserve them. And, and there, I, I was so down on myself. I had this happy smile on my face, but inside I felt like crap, I've got to tell you. And then along came 2007 and I had my past life regression and that made me understand so much more about um, how the soul chooses a life how my daughter chose her life how that I was not a bad person in the last life I was just a sad person not a bad person and 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 everything clicked in so I was already starting to get my life together and starting to think okay well maybe I didn't you know maybe I didn't do anything too bad in my previous life so so you know so I still had this feeling inside of me that everything was just such a struggle everything was a struggle you know at the point at the beginning of 2008 I was almost ready to give up. Um, you know, I was watching other mediums um, who had been on TV coming to our country... Um, ...and they were getting like, you know, like hundreds and thousands of people on their shows... ...and you know, and I was really struggling. I couldn't get the word out. We did not have Facebook then, folks. Um, so if you weren't on TV or radio or you weren't popular another way... ...it wasn't going to happen for you, you know. You really had to work so hard. There was no social media. And so, you know, I ripped through the country in 2006. I did 90 shows in 2006, all through regional Australia. Um, I did make the mistake of doing, like, double shows. So I did 45 towns and then I did another 45 towns. So that was a bit dumb on my half. I didn't know much about the travel back then. I paid a lot of money in commercials. In fact, I spent $50,000 on credit card that year which I finally paid off in 2014, (laughs) as you do. But I just really felt like that, you know, maybe this wasn't going to work for me too. I was feeling really bad. Now, this was before the one. So, I didn't get that TV that I type of needed to make people understand that I was out there, to make people understand that you didn't have to wait for the American mediums to come in, that there were really good Australian mediums running around this country as well. So, you know, um, if you can hear that rain in the background, it is pouring. I'm not sure if you can hear it, but it is pouring down. My poor little donkey. For those of you who don't know, I just have had a baby donkey. Her name is Ruby. I didn't have her. Her mother did, but she's mine. Anyhow, so I'm running around the country and, um, and I wasn't getting anywhere. And I was defeated at the beginning of 2007... My mother died at the end of 2006. So I did the 90 shows. My mother died at the end of 2006, and I was defeated. I went through this thing when I was doing four shows a month in the same towns because I couldn't afford to travel anymore. My bank card was looming over me, and I just felt like life was crap, and I was sick to death of trying. And I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go back to um, um, to doing other work, but I was getting to the point where I had to. And then along came 2008. 2008 changed my life for number one I met my husband and and one of the things that happened with my husband was I was at his house one day and we were walking down his stairs and I was just like thinking like how lucky is this guy I mean um at that time um he was paying off that unit and um and he had three motorcycles and his life was together you know what I mean um and and I said to him I said how could you get so lucky how did you get so lucky to have this life? Because I knew how hard I'd worked and how many miles I'd done. And he said, well, because I deserve good things. And I said, what? He says, I deserve good things. And I said, wow. I said, what gives you that idea? He said, because I know I'm a good man, I work hard, and because of that, I deserve good things. And it floored me, guys. I had never, ever heard in my entire life Anyone telling me that they deserved good things, and I was sitting there honestly. I must have looked like a goldfish because I couldn't believe it. I mean, my mind was just flitting back to all the times that, um, you know, my stepfather and my mum would say, "What else can go wrong?" And then, and then here is this guy that I've just met saying he deserves good things, and I thought, "I want, I, I want to deserve good things too." And I said, "But I want, I want good things too." He says, "Well." Get them he says tell yourself that you deserve them and I realized that that very t- that very point that my internal dialogue had been working against me for my entire life at that point 42 years my internal dialogue had been pr- even though I was the optimist in the family even though I was a little misoptimist, it had been telling me that you don't deserve good things you don't deserve good things, and That was my internal monologue. It was always in my head that I never really deserved to have a good life because God knows the things I had done. But you know what, guys? I do deserve good things and I want to tell you the rest of this story now. So once I got into my head that I did deserve good things, that, yeah, okay, I'd made mistakes in the past, but by this time I had rectified them. I had my kids. I didn't have my kids back permanently um, simply because of the school situation and where I was living, but... We had a good relationship again after all the hell I'd been through, which I know I haven't talked to yet about you on podcast, but I will talk about my hell one day, but not today. So I had my kids in a place where we had a really great relationship. I was seeing them regularly. Um, I had a great boyfriend. And yeah, I was deserving good things. And it really felt good to have that attitude. And then guess what happened? The TV show came. Here I was putting it out in the universe that I deserve good things and the TV show came. I sat down there on that audition and and when I pressed the button, I said, I'm going to win this TV show. I am going to win the Search for Australia's Great Most Gifted Psychic, the one, and I did because I told myself I was going to. And since that day, I have always told myself that it is my attitude that foretells my future. And this is the same for you guys. Now, you've heard my story. Think about your own self. How many times have you been sitting there and and have you ever said to yourself that you deserve a good life, that you deserve good things, or have you just been like a lot of other Australian-American families who just feel like the crap's going to fall, and because the crap has fallen, then it's always going to fall. Let me tell you what's happening to you people, because... I finally figured out the secret. Now, the more you focus on what you don't have, the more the universe is going to think that is how you want it to be. Let me rephrase that. So if you're always broke all the time, you say, oh, my God, I'm always broke. I've never got any money. The universe says, "Ah, she's always whinging about being broke. She must want to be broke. Because if but if you were to change your thinking around just a little bit, say yeah, well I'm broke now, but I'm not going to be broke forever because things are going to change. Because I deserve good things. If you keep telling yourself that you deserve good things, it is going to happen. But if you keep telling yourself, oh, I'm always broke. What's next? What? Oh God, mo always me. Poor bloody me. If you keep focusing on the bad things, it's just going to continue because you're not giving your soul a break. You're not giving yourself a break. So the secret is is to believe you deserve good things. And I'm not talking about, you know, physical things. I'm talking about you deserve to be happy. You deserve joy. And it doesn't matter if you've lost a child. You deserve to laugh. You deserve joy. It doesn't matter what death has fallen across your path and what current grief that you may be in. That doesn't matter. It doesn't take away your right to be happy. It doesn't take your right to deserve good things and a good life. You are the one who foretells your future. Now, a lot of people say to me, like, you know, um, you know, is, is life, life is free will. Yes, I believe and I always will believe that we choose where we're going to live, who our parents are and when we're going to die. Basically, that's what we choose. That's about it. We choose where we're going to live, who to be born to and where we're going to die. Everything else is free will. But I understand having lived with a family that that was very pessimistic, how easy it is for you to be um, convinced by your childhood monologue from your parents. So just remember that they're not always right about things, some of our parents. and I also want you to remember that when you were a kid hearing all this negative stuff, they were just kids themselves struggling in a world that is sometimes a bit of a struggle. But what they didn't realise back then and what you may not realise now is that little pictures have big ears and kids will take in everything and it starts to get into their mind. So even as a child, you were told that life was going to be hard and it convinced you that life was going to be hard and that you weren't going to get a break. That's what happened even as a kid, probably from as young as one year old, when you could hear words. If you had pessimistic parents who always saw the darker side of life, or saw the negative side of life, that's inbuilt on you. So you've got to make a choice. I'd love you to make it today. Are you going to convince yourself that you need, that you deserve a good life? And if you can't do it for yourself, at least do it for your kids, because you don't want your kids to grow up thinking, oh, life is such a shit show. Life can be a shit show. I've said it before, and I will say it again. Both heaven and hell Can be found on the earth plane. There is no hell afterwards, and heaven is really to be felt on earth. When and then there is life and the afterlife. The afterlife is better than life because you don't have the physical woes and the physical um, you don't have to survive with money and stuff like that. So the afterlife is more peaceful. Life is the challenge. But in life, you can find heaven and you can find hell. But you've just got to decide which state of mind you would like to live in. Unfortunately, as I said for a lot of us, it's been drummed into us that we don't deserve good things, that life life is out to get you. But you know what? You can change it. You get out there and you get life. You get out there and you get the things you want. You deserve a good life no matter who has died, no matter who has hurt you, do not focus on all the pains that have come your way. Do not focus on all the horrible things that have been said to you throughout your period of existence. Rather change the way you think just a little bit. So if you hear a really negative thing, change it to a positive thing. Like, like, don't focus on all the garbage that people want to tell you. You know what I mean? All this, these people who want to say, oh, life's a shit show. Don't listen to them. Listen to the people who say life is fantastic if you want it to be. Yes, I understand as we get older, um, you know, as we approach our 50s, 60s that our bodies start to feel like crap. I understand. I have a disgustingly bad arthritis through every single limb I own I have arthritis in it so I understand the pain the physical pain but I don't let that travel to my head I I just know that it's just my body playing up we got penadol, we can sort that out you know what I mean but I understand that physical pain can make you feel really really down I, (laughs) I understand that however rise above that remember that your soul is there too and remember that you do deserve good things. Pain is part of the human condition. Physical pain, I'm talking about body pain. Oh, and emotional pain. It is all part of the human condition. We call it living, okay? It's going to come, but it doesn't have to be all pain. There is so much joy out there to be found if only you will if only you will convince yourself that you need and you deserve good things, because you do deserve good things. And if you keep telling yourself that you deserve good things, then you're going to go forward. Now, listen to me what happened after I realised that, after that day in 2008, I think the month was April. After I realised I deserve good things, i got <laughs> it's incredible how quickly it changes people. Number one, I got the audition thing from the one. Then... I ended well. I was already with already met Patrick, but together we were able to. It was and it was really weird how things happened. I mean, at the time I met Patrick, he was working the mines in New Guinea. Um, he couldn't get his his visa removed uh, renewed, so he ended up um, helping me with the shows. Together, we became a formidable team. We've put shows on all over Australia. We have travelled the entire continent in a bus. Um, I have got the most beautiful, this is my second house since I have met Patrick. The first one was in suburbia. We opted to live out in the country because God knows why would you want to live in suburbia if you can live in the country, but that's just me. I prefer the country living. We have six donkeys currently and number seven on the way. We have beautiful kids. My relationship with my kids could not be better. It has vastly improved since I met Patrick. I can just tell you that once I changed the mindset in my head that I deserved a good life, that I deserved good things, it changed. But you've got to believe it yourself. You've got to believe it. And this is why I put this in Sunday Soul Sessions today because so many of you on my personal pages go on about how bloody terrible your life is And I try so hard to encourage you guys to see the good in life, but still I get hit and whacked back with all you negative Nancy's because you're sitting there because you've been told your whole life you don't deserve good things and you're just going to believe and you're going to tell everybody else that too. You're going to tell everybody else that life is shit. Man, change your attitude a little bit if you can, guys. You deserve good things every human being listening to this at this moment, say it again, you deserve good things. Say it to yourself, I deserve good things. And louder for you people at the back, I deserve good things. That's what you've got to tell yourself. And I tell you, it's like magic and it will happen. But you've truly got to believe it. I'm going to leave that with you today for our Sunday Soul Sessions. And I hope your soul is listening, not your human brain. Because your soul, hello, everybody's soul. Don't let the human override you with the negative thoughts. Hello, soul. That's what I want to say. I want to talk to your soul. I don't want to talk to that human part of you that's all negative, Nancy. I want to talk to your soul. Hello, soul. You deserve good things. Go out there and get it, guys. Get out there and get it. Your life can be wonderful. Please listen to this. You deserve it. She talks to Angles. Oops, Angels. (laughs) You'll come back now.